What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You're listening to another edition of Casio's Cut. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Will Turpin, basis for Collective Soul. What's up, brother? Nothing much, man. I'm sitting here at home and uh, getting ready to go back out on the road. This is very different. I'm usually in my office talking to the rock stars on the road. So now I'm in a hotel this time and you're at home with a super cool background. So I do appreciate you taking time on your day off, man. You guys are back out on tour. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, joining us. So let's yeah, talk about it. Got the sea legs back under you. Already got a few shows back under your belt getting out there. And I know, you know, we talk about it all the time on this show. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow with the virus and how things are going, but it's got to be good to get back out there, get the rust off, get these shows, seeing crowds again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned seeing crowds again. Uh, when we get asked that question, you know, is it great to be playing music again? And and it is. I miss playing music. And the guys in Collective Soul, we all genuinely like each other. We, we have a lot of fun on stage. Mm -hmm. we, we realized years ago that that's got to be part of it. Otherwise, what are we doing? Uh, and, and what are we not realizing? The, the coolest thing that really that we've been able to see is the crowds. People are, uh, people are excited. They're smiling again. They're singing along. And uh, that's, that's been more inspiring than anything. Well, super excited. I know uh, you've got a show coming up uh, where we are here, Rocket 95.1, Huntsville, Alabama, Mars Music Hall, brand new venue. Uh, so it'll be the first time for you guys playing that. I'm excited oh, cool. to see you blow the roof off of that. And then, of course, for the listeners of the podcast, uh, hitting Mobile and then uh, big time getting out on the road after that. So uh, we're excited to see it, man. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'm the guy that will scream in between songs. Heck, so. yeah, man. I mean, like I said, we <laughs> the fans are enjoying it. Live music is a thing, man. Live music is a thing. It, it's not necessarily everybody's thing, but the people who enjoy it and love it and feed off of it. It's, it's something that we need, you know, it's a, and we, it's a life. It's a religion. It's a cult. It's a, it's a good thing. I think it's a positive thing. And that was my first sign. We talked about it on the radio. The first sign that this thing was quote unquote, getting back to normal or whatever it's going to be is getting out the concerts. And so, uh, this is, we're excited, man. And, uh, look forward to it. You got, I know you guys got, you dropped the album, uh, blood right before basically about a year, maybe not yeah. even before pandemic hits. Uh, I know you've got a few shows under your belt with that, but that's got to be exciting for, uh, you know, playing the new music. Of course, everybody's going to see the hits, but mm -hmm. you guys still continuing to make music, what, 25-ish years into a oh, career? That's crazy. I'm on, I'm on quick keeping track. It makes me feel old, but <laughs> yeah, we celebrated 25 years in 2019. So, uh, wow. But, but man, again, another common question, you know, why, why do you guys even care about recording music this, this <laughs> late in your career? You can go out and play the stuff you've already recorded and, and everybody's still going to be just as happy, but it's just, it's something that's, it, it's a two part thing that we're still, we're still addicted to just like we were kids, man, just like we were 23 and signed by Atlantic records. Um, we're, we're addicted to playing live and we're addicted to creating music and, um, We've already got the next one in the can that'll be out early next year. Um, so yeah, man, that, you know, it's, it's not like we're athletes, you know, we're still creating and actually, I mean, 
you know, music is an art form, so it's kind of hard to compare things, uh, especially when you talk about the time and space and what, you know, the 90s are a different generation than right. where we are now. And, but um, we're creating music that's, um, that's as strong as we ever have, uh, if not stronger in certain regards. You guys, I know you grew up in a uh, music recording family, Real to Real Studios. You now run it, family-owned uh, studios. And I know Ed is very hands-on in the producing uh, process as well. Does that make it easier for you guys at this stage in the game that you you all yeah. have that technical background and you know you know how it's supposed to sound and how you want it to sound, and you can actually make that happen yourselves? Yeah, I would say that would probably have been one of our strengths even going back. And we've learned, we're always continuing to be students of, of the game. Uh, as a matter of fact, me and Ed were having this real long conversation about uh, compression and, and how to make a vocal sound a certain way just the other day. But uh, that was definitely always one of our strengths that we, we kind of all grew up in the studio because I was in the band with the other guys and, and we got to go into my dad's studio. Ed's seven years older than the rest of us and he was my dad's head engineer and and writing his songs right there in front of us and learning his craft when we were younger there in, in Stockbridge Georgia we watched him hone his songwriting craft and we were all fans and of course the short version is when we got out of high school um, his friends were getting married and getting real jobs and here comes me and my friends and his brother <laughs> Dean and that's kind of how kind of how it came together in the short version uh well i mean you could tell you guys your sound is you know you guys have your sound uh, i know like you said you're evolving always but there's always a collective soul sound uh, uh, in your music uh and so that's it's got i don't know that's got to be a cool feeling of uh i've talked to musicians who you know praise having a what a great producer can do for an album but it's also a good feeling when you are that person to go I can hear it in my head and now, now I can, you know, make it happen. How, how I'm hearing it. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's well said too. Cause a lot of people don't realize like you do, you hear it in your head first, but it's, it's, it's not, it's very actually, it's a lot of time. I wouldn't say it's difficult. It's just a lot of time and, and trial by error when you can hear something in your head and be like, Oh, I know how to, I know how to get that on tape, you know, I know how to, <laughs> yeah. or I shouldn't even use the word tape I'm dating myself again, but <laughs> I know how to get that on the hard drive, you know, <laughs> but it, it's part of us just growing up in the studio. And, and it's, and like I said, it is ever evolving, but it's certainly a strength and always has been. Are you a uh, wake up in the middle of the night with a riff or a lyric guy, or are you, Hey, we need a session. Uh, no, not yeah. We like to record the riffs and the ideas. And, and honestly, most of the energy is uh, most of my, energy where I feel like it's clear and focus is, is morning, morning energy and get up, you know, take it, take some deep breaths and feel good about life. And then, and then see what lands in your lap. You just start playing and see what happens or what do you, what do you do? No, actually it's got to kind of just be, it's, it's almost like it's floating around and it pops in your head and you're like, Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And then you, and then you kind of, you, I kind of develop a little bit in my head even before I grab an instrument. But if I don't record it in that original inspirational moment, I don't record a version of it, even just right. on my phone, it kind of escapes. It's, it, it's weird. Like when you have those moments where you're like, Oh man, I, this is a bullet train, right? To the a complete song. I've got it. It's all in my head. But if I, if I don't record it, if I try to bring it back the next day, it's not, something's not the same. Have you seen, uh, it reminds me of the, 
the uh, John Tesh video where he, you know, he, he did the NBA theme and he yeah. was da -na 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 -na. he was driving down the road and it came to him and he it was like you he said, I, once it's in there I got to go now or it's gone forever. He called himself, left a voicemail, yeah. humming the tune, and then I saw him play it at a show. He still got the voice the voicemail recording from the tape. And he's got it playing it on stage, but that's, that's pretty crazy that you go hi. This is, could be a fleeting moment. I got to go now. It is, it is that way. And I have, that's, that's a cool story about John Tesh, but I have heard other people, art, other artists say the exact same thing. If you don't capture it, then it's like, it's, it, you might remember a little bit of it the next day, uh, but it won't be the same. We're talking with Will Turbin, basis, of course, Collective Soul, going to be coming to Mars Music Hall here in Huntsville on September 23rd, then follows it up the next night, Friday night, September 24th, down in Mobile. And then the tour is continuing rolling almost every other night. So go to collectivesoul.com to see all their tour dates. Hear the new music and be pumped up uh, for the uh, concert when it comes to town there. Uh, Will, before we get out of here, you don't even know this, I don't think. But one, oh, I got a couple of things. We end every show with a countdown. So I got 10 questions, kind of get to know you questions. We'll right. end on that. But I do have to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, Tony Schiavone. I don't know if you know, I've ever heard that name, but a huge wrestling announcer. He used to announce for the Braves and the Georgia Bulldogs. Collective Soul, number one band for him. When I hang out oh, with well, Tony I, I Schiavone. I totally know that name. We're from Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, Wow, we'll have to reach out to him and have him as a guest or something, man. He well, I asked him, I asked him if he'd ever met you guys because literally every time we hang, Collective Soul is playing. And I said, Hey, I'm interviewing Will from Collective Soul. I don't know if you know any. I assumed he knew everybody because you guys are both Atlanta guys. And he said, No, but uh can't wait to hear it and, and watch it. So gotta get my Shivani plug in for you guys. All right, man. Hey, you send you send send his uh <laughs> Send the date he wants to come hang out with. Send it to management. You know management's number. We'll get Connect the those dots for us. My people and your people. We'll get it. <laughs> That's done. right. All right. We're going to do the countdown. And I'll let you get out of here on your off day, man. I really do appreciate you yeah, coming man, in here you. and look forward to seeing you uh, next week as you come through Huntsville. Here's the countdown. 10 questions, 10 to 1. We'll see if you can survive. 10. Name something that's a perfect 10 in your life. Perfect 10 in my life. Uh my my cornhole game really <laughs> it's actually you... not a perfect 10 but i'm i'm focusing on it right now <laughs> oh will you challenge all comers that's what we need to get a cornhole with us and oh yeah beat, beat will turpin for for free tickets <laughs> all right nine uh nine german word for no so name something you wish was no more wish you could write off this could be social media trolls bad drivers pet peeves anything you wish was no more god man why, why do i always blank when it's kind of a good question i should have like 20 answers for this people that stand up on the plane lands what do you i mean you got you travel a lot you gotta have some travel pet there's peeves. definitely some travel pet peeves okay i'll go ahead and just relate it to my life and, and backstage um when there's no towels in my dressing room i wish that would never happen again and i have to ask somebody for towels Okay, <laughs> no towels. Everybody, when you see when you see Collective Soul on tour, bring towels. A <laughs> front will help me. <laughs> I should just, some some bands get panties and bras thrown on stage. We're gonna start throwing towels to Will. 
just to make sure you've got a surplus. All right, eight. Uh, when you die, what's the last thing you ate? What's your last meal? What do you want your last meal to be? Now, this could be mix and match, home cooking, mixed with restaurant, appetizer, dessert, whatever you want. We can get everything from everywhere. Yeah, it, it's definitely chicken wings and beer. Really? Yeah. What flavor on the wings? I, I prefer just a good, crispy, straight-up buffalo hot. Just, oh, crispy, I mean, too. crispy, though. Crispy. I mean, man, and I'm a connoisseur. There's only a couple places I'll even go to around here. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, you, do you hit them on the road, or is that too risky? It's, it's actually too risky because I'm such a connoisseur that, like, unless it's a certain, you know, I might order a small little six-piece, see if they got it going on or not, you know. Plus, if there's no towels backstage and you have a chicken wing accident. <laughs> See, now you know why I need towels. <laughs> uh, yeah, to get all the wing sauce off of you. All right, number uh, number seven. When you were seven years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah, when I was seven. We already in music then? I think I wanted to be a cowboy. And I, I didn't realize that there wasn't any cowboys. But I, was, I remember carrying – people said uh, – there's a lot of people in the music industry that remember me hanging out at my dad's shows between like five years old and seven years old. And they said, I'd always have two six shooters on my side. And I remember my cowboy hat and my, and my six shooters. So I guess I wanted to be a cowboy. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Number, uh, what we got six, how you want to go out? How you want to end up six feet under? Uh, playing music. Playing on music. stage or just at home? Maybe just at home. Uh, just relaxing, riffing. Right on the piano, maybe. Maybe listening to music. Maybe just listening to to, to some Paul McCartney and, and, or the Beatles or something like that. Yeah. Just relaxing. Yeah. All right. Number five, five finger discount. What's the last thing you stole? Um. Well, was, uh, I was at a restaurant the other night, <laughs> and <laughs> I asked her for my tab. She gave me my tab, and I don't really look at tabs a whole lot. Thank God I don't have to necessarily look at them a whole lot. My wife gets on to me for that. But I was walking out. I was like, man, that tab was only 20 bucks. She definitely gave me the wrong tab. Uh, and I was kind of already walking out. So I guess I stole a little bit from, from the Taco Mac there. because, But not necessarily my fault. It wasn't necessarily a five-finger discount. But that's oh, so it was way more than mind, 20 so. bucks. It was supposed to be higher. It was definitely supposed to be higher. That Once I started thinking about it, I was like, no. There's no way that was my tab. <laughs> but, I mean, it didn't hurt you enough to walk back in. You no, were, sure didn't. <laughs> yeah, you were gone. <laughs> All right, you're a good, you're a good Southern boy. So you, some, some rock stars don't get this one, but you're a Georgia boy. So top four, Mount Rushmore of Little Debbie's. Uh, well, Swiss cake roll. Boom. For sure. Um, I do like the, uh, what is it, the fudge brownies? Okay, the cosmic with the M and M's or just yeah. regular with nuts? Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the uh, I'll take the cosmic with M and M. Okay. Uh, there was a new the... flavor floating around uh, backstage the other day. It looked a little wacky. It was some kind of birthday cake. Oh, they yeah. do have the new birthday cake deals, and it was all right. It was pretty good, so I'll put that one in there. You still got uh, oatmeal cream pie or the nutty buddy fudge round? Uh, I remember nutty buddy. Zebra cake, I'll Christmas nutty tree buddy. cake. I didn't like the I didn't like the oatmeal. That was not my thing. So I'll, I'll go with the nutty buddy. All right, nutty buddies on the Mount Rushmore. All right, three. Uh, I expect some Beatles probably to be in here since you've already mentioned them. Three albums on a deserted island. You're not saying 
These are the greatest albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Just the three you could listen to forever. Um, you could go greatest hits. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's do uh, let's do the wingspan, the 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 greatest hits, uh, the wings greatest hits. Woo. Um. Let's go. I mean, God, man, there's so many inspirational musicians and and records out there. Let's take Van Halen 5150 with me because that that really meant a whole lot to me in our career when they took us on tour in 95. Um, They took us under their wing. They really helped us out. And then a third record that I would take. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of, I'm going to go with a Tom Petty. It's either Tom Petty or Paul Simon, really, as far as my third record. Um, Want to hit a hits or maybe a live album? We can do a Tom Petty greatest hits and just call it that way. Don't have to focus too much on it, but. uh, (laughs) And you'll piss somebody off. Even though these are supposed to be albums you can listen to yourself. People's like, most stupid choice, man. Yeah, it's an easy way out. (laughs) All right. uh, Two. I need two concerts. First concert you went to as a fan mm-hmm. and last concert you went to as a fan. Okay. Yeah, easy. Without me opening up for somebody else, I had to actually yes. go buy the ticket. Correct. I mean, you could have yeah. got a free ticket, but you're there watching a show. Right. Well, the first show I ever went to as a fan was 10th grade. And it was, uh, I walked into the Omni there in Atlanta and it was, it was the, one of those moments where you walk in and you first saw that big stage and lights. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like you said, this is yeah. call it what you want, but this is going to be my, my religion, my cult. Yeah. And, and uh, it was you two Joshua tree tour. And so, Woo. yeah, so that was really uh, inspirational to me. The last one that we, that we, I know we just opened up for sticks but in two, late 2019, me and my wife went and saw Sticks at Verizon. Um, so I think it was I think it was Sticks was the last one that I actually wasn't playing or wasn't part of the show and uh, and went and, and saw the band. All right, just uh, going back to you too. Did you uh, did you buy the tickets or was it parents or was it friends? Oh no, it was that we were in high school. We were ready to rock. It was me and original drummer Shane Evans and some friends of ours. Oh no, it's straight up save your money yeah save your money buy that ticket hold on to that thing man you got to hold on to it for like five weeks before it comes oh, yeah. around too you know where was your ticket master in a mall or in a turtles was the the go-to in atlanta area oh yeah that was the record store and still even back then it was um it was like camp out scene yeah you, you're camping out the night before to get that first spot in line and and walk up to the ticket window and get the best tickets you could. Now you're getting an electronic cue on your at your desk at work when people are trying to buy them. So they don't know they don't know getting a ten understand. out for a concert. They don't understand. Was there yeah, an real hip? We started paying friends to to camp out for us. <laughs> yeah. I don't even care if you want tickets. Just go lay down, dude. I'll you be stay there. Stay there. Stay there for at least eight hours. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> I'll bring you a McGriddle and that's uh, right. <laughs> uh did you two have an opener did you see it were you even yeah, into that um it was the boatings on that tour oh nice yep. so that was a good band too yep all right and one uh again you're a georgia boy and we brought up shivani if you were a wrestler who would you be hmm Is anybody a, doesn't need I to like be through the year if you ever see us on stage i still like at 50 years old i still like getting up 
So I'm going to go with Superfly Snooker. Yeah. All right. And you got a tag team. If you picked one guy for your tag team partner. Hmm. My tag team. Anybody, any era, who would you pick? Well. You got a high flyer. You might need a big dude to team up with you. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I just keep, man, my, my favorite of all time, and he's a, every, a lot of people's favorite of all time. I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I'd, I'd take Ric Flair just so I could Woo! be able to take teams him. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. It's being, being a Georgia boy, that's a good answer, too. Yeah. So. All right, man. I appreciate your time. I know it's a day off. I know you've been traveling, so I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you out on the road. Collective Soul, go check them out. Listen to the new music. They're going to be coming near you. And if you are listening to this in the Rocket 95.1 area, they'll be at Mars Music Hall Thursday, September 3rd. Then they'll be at the Mobile Civic Center in Mobile on the 24th. Will, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, cheers, man. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Everybody else, stay mashed.